Hello, this is Lisa Russick and Misty Lore with the podcast We Are All Psychic. And today we have a crazy person for a guest. <gasps> no. <laughs> a crazy person named Joni. And Joni, <laughs> uh, otherwise known as Joe Wiggy when she's wigging. Uh, Joni, I have a question for you. Missy and I have a question for you. Do you think we're all psychic? Hmm. I'm going to go with, I don't know on that, that one. That's acceptable. <laughs> because I've, I've, I've thought about it and I just... um. I'm not sure, but I do think that we all have been imparted with some sort of, uh, I guess you could call it like divine intuition or something from God or higher power, whatever you want to call it, that allows us to feel a part of that very strongly. And then as we go through life, we kind of drift away into more material aspects and I think lose that to some degree and some people more than others. But yeah, I, I think getting back to that is, is a lot of what we want to do as humans is, is getting back to that. So getting I think it's all that, kind of that baby blank sleep. <laughs> what? Getting back to that baby blank sleep kind of mindset. Yeah. You know? Getting back to that, that part where we were back to our connected to connected state our spiritually connected state. So mm. yeah. So listeners and watchers, this is a video podcast on Spotify. I have known this person, Joni, Joe Wiggy, uh, since I was in seventh grade. So I was 12 when I met you and you were, yep. I think you were 12 when you met me. Her birthday is April 2nd. And uh, she told her parents it was an April Fool's joke to be born on April 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? That's so I remember funny. a lot about early years. Yes. And memory. So listeners and watchers. Something Joni and I had done a lot of when I was in seventh grade was explore the mysteries. You may not remember all this, Joni, but we uh, played light as a feather, stiff as a board. Remember mm -hmm. that? Brandy and Teresa. Oh, I used to play that too. Mm -hmm. Never, Nothing ever happened. And nope. we uh, played with the Ouija board. Do you remember that? We did. Yes. We, so we listeners did. and watchers, we played with the Ouija board and we, it was our whole class of eight people. And uh, do you remember Tony? Freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Tony was a guy in our class who had been sadly very badly abused as a baby and he was kind of slower than the rest of us but he was good he was a good guy and he just couldn't communicate as well as the rest of us and he didn't talk much so we were doing this Ouija board setting up and we we're about to start and we have our hands on the plat planchard and um Tony never talks he just stands up and he's like no no you have to stop the spirits are very upset you have to stop and we were all like oh gosh we got to stop do you remember that Joni <laughs> Well, I'd never, I do. Yeah. That's my was that at my house? Experience. That was at your house in your bedroom. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing I was remembering us doing was obing. Do you remember obing? Yes, I remember trying that. <laughs> trying obing. Out of body experience <laughs> is what obing stands. Astral travel. We have, we have like a lot of stuff about astral travel on the podcast. We just did a three part series on it. And I was thinking about mm -hmm. us trying to obe. We would call it OBE listeners. <laughs> and uh, we would say, you know, the three of us would get on a three way call and we'd be like, okay, we'll go to sleep around 10 and we'll meet at the mall at the water fountain at midnight. Right. And, and we, yep. we'd always meet at the mall or in the parking lot or at a store From where we knew where it, it was. was the mall. Yeah. We had to agree on a place, but I didn't remember ever making it. Do you? <laughs> no, I tried a lot. I tried I like many, many times to do that, but no, I, I, I don't think I could ever like force that to happen. Yeah. So, so Joni and I went to Catholic school together. So it's, it's interesting, you know, Catholicism doesn't really say no psychic, you know, Catholicism doesn't ask us to not be psychic or use our intuition. They don't ask us that. Um, some religions do say do not use your intuition and they say it maybe a different way. 
And and listeners, Joni's always been one of the most spiritual people I've known when I was growing up. She was very into the Catholic Church and you're very spiritual. You've always been very spiritual. It wasn't about the religion. It was about the spirituality of it. So I'm really excited to have you here. What what ha- what else? What, what kinds of things have happened to you that you might consider a psychic experience? Something with the energy happening to you that you couldn't um, explain, maybe. So that that I might not be able to like explain in the natural world, kind of a thing, like with, with, with science, supernatural. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I think dreams kind of factor into that for me a lot. Um. And, you know, as far as my faith goes, I I definitely still practice my Catholic faith. And so in that sense, you would say like the way that God imparts some sort of spiritual wisdom to you is through the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, I I think to me, it makes sense that that happens through dreams at times. And um, in one case, it happened to me. and I didn't really even realize it happened. Um, but my, I had a dream when I was in high school. So Lisa knows this, but, um, my brother passed away when I was like eight years old and he was 14. He had, uh, Hodgkin's disease. So he was young and I was too young to really clearly understand exactly all the ins and outs of what that was going to (laughs) mean, you know? So, you know, I kind of accepted it and, you know, kind of had a piece about it for myself. I remember you know, that. Yeah. Moved on. And then, um, but then in high school, I had this dream and I always kind of was like wondering, and I, I had this fear of death after that a little bit, like a fear of like, I don't want to have eternal life. I don't think I want all that. Like that scared me a lot. Right. The idea of heaven and eternal life and like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do that forever. And ever, you yeah. know? <laughs> Maybe some people think that's strange, but that was kind of what I thought. And um, so, but I had this dream and I dreamed that my brother was uh, with me and our family was at the beach, Myrtle Beach, which we did a lot when I was a kid. And he was in the ocean swimming and, you know, we were just splashing around and suddenly he would drive under the water and he'd be like gone for a long time. And it would scare me. And I was like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. You know? And he went under the water once and just didn't come up, didn't come up and didn't come up. And I was just panicking. And so finally he popped up and he's like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm here and come with me. All you have to do is breathe under the water and I'll show you. It's really fine under there. It's, it's great. Come with me. You got to see all this. So he takes me under the water and I realize, oh, okay. This is like, I could just breathe down here. This is great. And then he shows me all these things like, you know, kind of like the, Atlantis thing. <laughs> There's all these the buildings and, and mysteries. Like, yeah. Yes. Mysterious places that we had no idea or even under there. So, you know, you can just imagine. That like, was when a, I woke that must have been an awesome dream. Does it like it really was awesome. you it still was awesome. remember it like just now? I like, still remember it very, very clearly. And I don't remember very many dreams at all. Yeah. But that dream I remember very vividly. Um and it took me probably months to process like what was actually happening to me in that dream and what was being given to me as far as like spiritual knowledge in that dream. And so clearly that was you know, some way of God telling me, look, it's okay. He's okay. okay. And this is okay. And it's mm-hmm. actually a good thing. You know, it's actually a, a wonderful thing where he is right now. So yeah. I guess you could say that's really one of the most impactful supernatural experiences that I've had. That's, that, that's cool. 
had lifelong effects on me, I guess, you know, as far as deepening that connection, deepening that spiritual truth seeking and all of that. So for sure. You know, know, that's so funny that you said that because I have a very similar experience. Um, My brother died. Um, I was a little bit older than he was. We were about four years apart and my brother died um, when he was 14. And Mm -hmm. I had dreams of him and they weren't exactly um, like your normal dream. It was almost like I was half dreaming, half not kind of in that space somewhere in between. Like you know, dream. and I would meet him there and we would, you know, like connect and and be together, you know, after he passed. So I, I can understand how that dream made you feel and, and how it went, because I've had the exact same experience just about, you know, a little bit different, so, but very similar. That almost sounds like a lucid dream. Yeah, and it there was. That can do that. Yeah, that, that's yeah it was. Yeah. But, so it, cool. but it gave me peace. Did it not give you peace too? Absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. really did. And then I felt like that carried with me through college and like got me through some really tough times. Like I actually got to where I could like see my, my when I would look at myself, I would see him. And it's sounds yeah. really weird. Yeah, it is strange, isn't it? I would. Yeah, I would look in the mirror or look at my body parts and be like, he's really with me still, you know? Yeah, so. and he is. Yeah. You share the same. I mean, nobody other than your sister is more alike you than him and your sister genetically, you know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's interesting. You look at your body. So, yeah. Yeah. I had had a dream that my brother's alive though, but I had a dream one time about my brother and I have this birthmark. You can't, it's hard. You can't probably see it in the video. It's very hard to see. It's just right here. It's a little three dots. Mm. And I had this dream that my my brother is really vivid and we were at his old house in California and we're standing by the pool and he's like, what's that on your arm? And I show him the birthmark and he's like, I've got one too right here. And that's all I remember. But I've always thought this birthmark was special. I, and my brother, we, we talked about it when I was a kid. I don't think he really has that. I think that was just a dream. But mm. he said it was from a vaccination. That's why I had that mark. And that's what it was. It was a vaccine. You know, I don't know if it oh. was, but it's a really specific kind of mark. And he had said it was. A it vaccine. is. My sister has that. She okay. Has you know what vaccination it is? So maybe he did have it. It was like a dream. Mm, measles? Could it have been measles or something? Maybe. Mine's mine's on my arm, but his was up here. It was like, just weird, you know? And um, oh. I don't I don't dream about my brother that much, but I dream about my mom's side of the family a lot. Um, yeah. Never dream about my dad's you side. Do- do you have lucid dreams similar to what not Misty anymore. was talking about? Not anymore. I used to, well, I, when we were younger and trying to do out-of-body experiences, that's when I would start to have lucid dreams. But I didn't know they were lucid dreams. I just, oh, it's this dream where I can fly again. I know what's happening. I didn't know it was called a lucid dream. You know, I yeah. just, it was one of the dreams where I knew I was dreaming and I could go fly. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah. So anything else happened to you? Like, like, what about when your kids, the listeners, she has four girls and a boy. She's my age. <laughs> She is only 29 and she has, <laughs> <laughs> she has five kids. No, so what, what, with your kids, she had an intuition, mother's intuition. Like that's, um, that's a gift from God. And it's part of who we are if we have children, even if they're not biological, if we're taking care of children, we just have this sense, you know, right? Yeah, so we do. Mm-hmm. What, what, like, do you have psychic, say, experiences with your daughters and son? Um, you know what they're thinking. You kind of suspect that they're up to no good or, you know, something. Oh, yeah. Well, happen, I mean, yeah. Or, as far as suspecting, how, how would you know good, that? Absolutely. How would you know yeah. that? Oh, yeah. I mean, if yeah. they're too quiet, if they're I know the signs, I mean, <laughs> if there were no signs, would you still know something was up? 
You think um, it depends on the kid, honestly. Has it happened? So different. Has it happened before um, where one of them was doing up up to something and they didn't tell you and you didn't pick up on it until they told you or you found out? No, I'm pretty clueless. You <laughs> picked him up. You picked him up. I know you did. <laughs> no, I, 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 they're pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I have. Even when they're up really... to something good, maybe they're making you a present and you just kind of know it. Do you ever have anything like that happen? Um. No, I don't know. I can't really think of a time when I've had that happen. Well, this is interesting. A lot of people who come on the podcast to uh, answer yes to the question, uh, are we all psychic? They say that the the people who answer no aren't paying attention. But you had an answer no, you said maybe. So you're you're paying attention. So, you know, I would advise homework from Misty instead of Misty is for me. Look around and start noticing when things are syncing up like synchronicities and numbers you know and stuff like that and give me an example like i don't know what i'm okay for example like you see a cardinal and then like two hours later you see another cardinal and you haven't seen a cardinal in two years that's weird you know spiritual animal i I go with animals because i know you love animals so or one for you maybe you if I remember right, you used to look at license plates when we were driving and you would say what states they were mm-hmm. from on road trips and stuff. And you like the number yeah. of stuff. And I think we played a game like if you saw the numbers, blah, blah, or the letter, blah, blah, we punched each other or something like that. So let's like, <laughs> yeah, look at the clocks. Just every once in a while, look at a clock, a digital clock usually, and see what time it is. And mm-hmm. patch how many times the numbers are duplicated or even there's triple of the same number. And if you start yeah, noticing that, that's the kind of little things you'll start noticing. Like if you, you have to notice it, though. You've probably seen it a yeah. dozen times. Like if you see ones, it's angel numbers. They're trying to tell you, hey, angels are here. Angels, angels, angels here. And, uh-huh. and telling you, you know what? My mother-in-law used to pay attention to that stuff big time. Like, yeah, oh, I remember it. Cindy did. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she and she I were was, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was yeah. very in tune with all of that. I am so like. Okay, what's the next thing? What's next on the list? What's this? What's this? What's well, this? you're both Aries. You're Missy. Done. Come on. Missy's an Aries. And then you both Aries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I am. <laughs> she knows. But that license plate thing, though, it, it is, it does work. Um, when me and Lisa uh-huh. went on a trip to Nashville, we played the game, but we were older. <laughs> we were we punching each other. <laughs> we, go, yeah. we, we played, I think it was twos. Was it twos? Well, I think on the way in to Nashville, it? it was twos. And then when we got into the city, it was threes. Yeah. On the way we back out, it was threes. Everywhere. Anyway. Yeah. Everywhere. She pointed out a two, 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 two. I mean, I, mean I, I was on her go. You know, she's like, like, this one coming up has got a two. And really? Like, oh, I does have a two. You know, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's fun. Like play games. Well, it's so funny that you guys are talking about about license plates because like like two or three days ago i'm like hey samuel you know the things on the back of the car that are rectangular those are license plates like, telling him. i just told him this like we just started talking is about that it because i is that <laughs> is there such thing okay do you think there's such thing as coincidence or do you think nothing is coincidental johnny um gosh i don't know i mean i definitely think there are instances where things are happening because they're supposed to be happening you know i mean but i think we can get on the wrong track as well you know i don't think we have free will yeah we can get on the wrong yeah i mean you know we can definitely go the wrong way and you know then we kind of get better and learn from it and figure things out once we do things the wrong way enough hopefully (laughs) hopefully missy and i both have said on this podcast we like to learn the hard way and uh (laughs) most of us do I do too. It's a yep. good way to learn. Over and over. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yep. You get it right eventually, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, I think that there's definitely things that are meant to be for sure. Yeah. Especially like for me, I pray. And, and so when I've been praying for something in particular or asking for some kind of guidance or sign or, you know, um, some indication, then I'm going to tune in and pay more attention and probably be more likely to accept things, accept things, receive things as some sort of, you know, meaningful communication of some Mm -hmm. kind, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And if you're not, if for people who aren't looking for it, they're not going to find any meaningful messages from spirit unless it slaps them in the face, you know, and from any spirit, you know, God or spirits or ancestors or, you know, family members who have passed away. I mean, there's signs, but it's one of the things that almost everybody can say is that if they've had someone die, there's been signs afterwards, someone close to them. Yes. There's Even license of- plates. Well, yeah. Yeah. I've good point. Well, and one thing you didn't mention about Tony is that he was um, from Native American culture. Yeah. And I mean, that's such a huge part of Native American culture. Spiritual. The spirits. And spirit world and spirit animals. And they, that culture just puts a lot of importance on paying attention to those things and honoring those things and right. the sacred spaces and the sacred things and the, you know, the customs and, and paying attention, which is yeah. a big part of it, I think is just what you said is, is, is paying attention and tuning into it and and listening for it and being receptive. Actually, yeah. I'm reading a book about it right now. I'm constantly reading books about this stuff, but yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out the answer to the question. <laughs> exactly. Always looking for it. Um, but you know what? You talked about animals. And ever since we moved here, um, we uh, there's these um, owls that live here. And I never even knew they existed till we lived here. But like since we moved here, I just they're near our house. They make a very specific call. They're called barred owls. I don't know that they live around you, but they go like that. Do that again. They have like a really (laughs) call, and they sound like monkeys almost when they're getting excited. They're like (laughs) (laughs) when we first moved here, it was wild. I was like, what kind of animal is that? So I looked it up, and it's find out it's the barred owl, and then. Like it just kind of comes up all over the place. Like one landed on the ground at the zoo when my girls and I were spending the night there and they're just all around our house. And our neighbor showed me a picture that he had of one that he got really close to one. And I just hear them all the time. So like, you know, for me, I'm like my special animal is an owl. That's just yeah, my that's special. a spirit animal. I'm looking yeah. up the barred owl uh, spiritual meaning here for you, Joni. See if it means anything to you according to this website. Okay, cool. Um, owl as I many like cultures to- see the owl as a symbol of protections and protection and others associate it with enlightenment and peace. I was told wisdom with the horned owl. Let's see. The barred owl is often associated with protection by humans. It symbolizes safety from danger and can be viewed as a form of guardian angel or protector. In some Native American tribes, the owl is seen as a sign that is that is time to take action against something negative or dangerous in life. Many cultures also use owls for protection rituals and to help keep, help keep away evil spirits or bad luck. And it says that, that uh, owls can bring about happiness and laughing at the moon because they say like the owls like like make, like, like kind of laughing at the mysteries you know itself because the moon they kind of sound like mm-hmm. they're laughing at the moon it says 
inner strength, wisdom. Um, there's a million. You can, you can, here's another one. This one, wisdom, intuition, insight, messenger, mystery, freedom, secrets, stealth, and vision. So, you know, it's like some stuff that, you know, you, like you said, you're pretty gullible. You're, you've said that earlier, you're naive or something earlier in the podcast. <laughs> and maybe that owls are coming around, to, you know, make you not feel that way so much. Yeah, you start noticing them and then you'll start noticing other, maybe other things. Yeah, I agree. I think they're trying to get you to start noticing things. Well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. As soon as I told my mom about, you know, oh, the owls are are kind of my new little favorite animal. I love owls now. Well, she, she sends me little owl figurines. Oh. I have two owls on my piano. I have owls on my front door. There's That's just like owls wonderful. everywhere around me. <laughs> so so they've really inspired you. That's amazing. And then I look, yeah. they're messengers. They're trying to give you a message of vision, maybe. And Joni, when we, when we were all in seventh grade trying to obe, I really thought you would get it first, even though we think none of us did. I really <laughs> thought you would get it first because you you <clears throat> this cult stuff that I didn't know or mystery stuff or energy healing stuff. You knew about all that stuff in seventh grade, kind of. Reiki and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know any Well, it's because my mom's friends were into it and they would visit us and and he was studying Reiki. I think he's still really into all, all of that. So, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I took Reiki. I had been exposed to it. I ended up taking mm-hmm. Reiki one and two, and I just love. You ever had Reiki, Joni? Have you ever received Reiki from somebody? Only just what Alan. I've seen it done. I've not had it performed on me, oh, but um, only it. just thought my my mom's friend Alan used it when she was having knee problems, and she said it was effective at the time. So you know, yeah, something it's there. Amazing. It's amazing. You should try it. You should really try it. Um, okay, that's that's something that I think like most people who are on the fence. Once they have received Reiki and they feel the the energy moving around inside them and around them and see the colors and the, feel the experiences emotionally and, and mentally, you're just trying to go, what's going on? But you don't care. You're not scared. It's the first time. It's just like, oh, wow, I feel things moving, but it's not my body. You can feel your energy, mm-hmm. moving, your chakras move, like realigning. You can feel all this stuff happening energetically. Is it related to Ayurveda or is it different? It's different, isn't it, Reiki? Or is it He's, similar? Uh, there's a, there was a Dr. Asui in Japan, and he was the, supposedly the person who discovered Reiki. He went to a retreat by himself in the mountains, I think. And he went to a waterfall. And when he was under the waterfall, he was given the information about Reiki and how to use it. Mm. So he came back okay. to, from his retreat and started doing it and healing people. And then he started teaching people. So okay. in Reiki, there are lineages. So like I am, I think sixth or seventh down the line of Asui lineage. So I got mm. my Reiki, uh, they call it an attunement to be able to use Reiki. And she, she tapped my head all these places in blue in my, I know she did interesting things to attune mm-hmm. to the Reiki. I didn't feel anything, but a lot of my other classmates said they felt the attunement itself. I didn't feel it, but then I could do Reiki. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's an energy healing it's considered to, it's just for energy, can help pain if the source of the pain is energetic. Um, mm. So you're realigning your chakras and Joni's the first person who ever told me what a chakra was. And uh, so, you know, and and the thing that's just so fascinating about it is how you do feel the energy moving through your body and it feels better afterwards. Everything feels better afterwards and you have to drink a lot of water and you'll sleep, but you should try it, Joni, you would love it. And that might, you know, then yeah. You try it, we'll have you back and you can answer the question again if it's different. Okay. There's a Korean spa here where they do a lot of different stuff. I don't think they do Reiki there though. That's Japanese. Yeah. 
have to. But you're in it. Georgia. You're near Atlanta. You can find plenty of radio. <laughs> yeah, I'm missing. But yeah, I did used to be into reflexology, and you know yes. all of that. I do. I did go through a time when I was really into those things. So you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you like tarot cards too. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Missy, and now you're doing that. Yeah, I do. I have, I've created a deck. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere around. I haven't gotten to show it to you yet. Yeah, I made a tarot deck with my cats, Joni. So cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that deck. I don't know where it is. It's around here somewhere. But if I find it, I'll show it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Cat ate it. Mm, yeah, they, they, they didn't like the other. <laughs> oh, they, they left the ones with their pictures on them. <laughs> Not oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> they ate all the other cats. Missy, you got to have some questions for my friend, Joni. Um. Well, Joni, I don't have a question. I just got some things I just want to say, though. Um. So, like, when you... Or actually, no, I do have questions. I can re- reframe this into a question. So, like, let's just say one of your kids is having a bad day. Do you ever, like, feel what they're feeling before they even say anything? Yeah, because a lot of them, what they do, well, two of them in particular, will just clam up and not say anything and get kind of gripey or grumpy or snappy, you know? Right. And- Right. Yeah. That's but you're really... feeling their energy though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Absolutely. See, and so the reason why I'm asking that question and using that example is because I think that's part of the psychic energy as well. You know, when we have a connection to somebody strong, we can feel their feelings, the empathy, how yeah. they're feeling, you know. And so I just wanted to use that as an example, you know, to teach you that it, it is kind of all, you know, energy and, and, and psychic, you know, tuition going on even without realizing it. Um, yeah. Like I would even say, empathy is part of that. You mean it's yes. not just a feeling. Yes. It's, 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 you're yeah. actually getting their energetic vibrations and feeling it within your own body. That's what an empath I is. See. Right. Yeah. right. They just right. took off the why and made it a noun. <laughs> yeah. I, think she, I, I think she would, would probably qualify as being an empath. Absolutely. I had a telepath. I mean, I don't know her that well, but just by, you know, talking with her now, yeah, yeah. She she's one of those people who'd be a telepath who would never say they were a telepath ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, Joni, I say this on the podcast too. Most telepaths will not ever say they're telepaths because they think everybody's like them. But they're yeah. not. It's you, hard know, to you, you know, it's not like you don't know what exactly I'm thinking, but you know pretty much what what the general idea of what you pick it up real here. easily. You know, what's going on in here. I'll tell you who does that is my daughter Audrey. She's definitely that way. She knows things before. Or you know you know them so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, something I definitely psychic abilities yeah 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 the empathy she is yeah you consider that like the energy exchange you know empathy you're actually feeling their actual energetic emotions in your body vibrate like resonance like music you know like the resonance of their their bad mood will go into you and you'd be like oh shit bad mood you know <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's a bad mm-hmm. mood kid here and then you probably with your telepathy would know exactly what it was but not know how, but you just know, you wouldn't question it. You just, everyone knows that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan did. The thing about it is when you're a mom is that you have to have thick skin and you have yes. to know when to not take it personally. Yeah. And so there's this time in their lives when they're teenagers where it's like, yeah, I coach you. I got to be this. I got to be between this and this. I can't. Yes, he had three daughters. So she, she, she knows it. She, her youngest. I'm is still young. going through it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You guys have it's some daughter hard. talking to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And they all need different things. And a lot of times it's, it's, I don't know if you've experienced this Misty, but I have found that if I sometimes just 
step back for a minute and let them talk to each other mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and kind of soundboard off of each other, do their thing for a while. They can like experience therapeutic benefits of just being them being together and talking about things or not, or whatever they're doing, you know, just spending time together, just them. Mm-hmm. Almost That's sometimes the better than I can right now because I'm the mom. Right. You know I, mean? yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. He's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think love is? What do you think love is? Like romantic love. Oh, romantic love. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, there's a lot is? of is it an energy? Is it a is it a feeling? What is it? Do you think I don't know why I'm just popped into my head? I thought I'd ask you. What do you mm-hmm. think it is? Love, like feeling that romantic feeling for someone. Where does it come from? And what is it about? Is it is it a spiritual thing to love someone? I think I mean, is. I think so. I, I think it love. is. Yeah. But I do think it's also a physical thing. You know, it's, it's a, it's a bit of both. Uh, you know, I think you can't have one without the other necessarily without a lot of experience and time, maybe with that person that grows out of something else, you know, some, I always thought it was funny how you can think someone is like really ugly and then get to know them and then think, God, they're so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Great looking person. Like, how did I ever think this person wasn't a good looking person? And then you'll see like a beautiful person and then you get to know them and they maybe don't have a nice way about them. Yeah. Manipulative or something. And it's just, you're just like, oh God, that person is just ugly to me. I don't care how much makeup or whatever, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Just don't look good to me. Nothing to make them look good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but as far as like romantic love, um, Gosh, I mean, you ask me. You know, this is the reason I ask is because our religions make marriage sanctioned. You know, most of the time, uh-huh. your 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 wedding has to be sanctioned by a minister or a judge, right? Um, oh yeah, right. of some sort. So it's it's in our country, it's very much a religious bond. Love is not marriage, for yeah, sure. But marriage so- marriage would be a religious bonding, and for people in love, from in some religions, they have to go through a lot of counseling and stuff to understand that religion if they weren't raised in it, like in Catholic. Catholic. If you're marrying Catholic and you're not Catholic, you have to go through a lot of classes. Or and Jewish. And a lot. Or, yeah. yeah. And um, um, I always thought like the, it was interesting that romantic love was sanctioned by God or a minister or uh, a judge. You can understand that because some people don't want to minister. Just that that's America. You know, they just don't want to. They just want to rush, rush around. I don't think that necessarily that I don't think faiths are very like as far as the main world faiths right now, you know. I don't think they're real super hyper interested in romantic love. I think they want to know that God's in the middle of your marriage and or mm-hmm. your unity, however you're doing it. That's their main yes. purpose is to make sure that that's at the center. And you can be <laughs> romantically love each other or not, as long as you're making sure that that comes from a place of of spiritual, you know, wholeness where you're inviting God into it. But yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's marriage is definitely totally different from love. True. And even <laughs> in astrology, it it's, it's related. It's, 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 yeah, it's related. Right. I mean, of course, and you hope that one grows out of romantic love. You hope that marriage grows out of romantic love, but it can, it can, or it what maybe not. Right. It, it right. depends, but, um, but, I, but anyway, yeah, but I think that, the feeling that we have that when we feel romantic towards someone else or they feel romantically connected with us, I don't know. It, it comes from somewhere. It feels like, uh, you know, them to me. I, I mean, I do believe yeah. in reincarnation now. 
And I always kind of have, you know, it's kind of like thought that was probably what happens. But um, like sometimes I meet people and I'm just like, I know that person. And it happened with Teresa when I met her and it happened with you when I met you. And it happened happened with Misty, which is really weird. Once I meet people, I usually know if I'm going to know them for a long time. Even way back when I was younger, I didn't think anything about it. I just knew. And when I met Misty, she's like a shroud of mystery. I can't I can't see her like I can read for her and stuff. But when it comes to like what our friendship and where the podcast is going, our work together is going. hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you know I, I can know a lot of things or think I know a lot of things and discover a lot of things through exploration of the soul or cards or astrology, you know, and I was saying like in astrology, they have houses and the houses indicate what you're doing in your life with the planets there and what mm-hmm. happens. I don't know how much you know about astrology. I'm, I'm getting there. Not a lot. But uh, <laughs> the, the house lot. for marriage and, and relationships and serious partnerships is the seventh house but the house for romance and sex is fifth house so they do separate them in astrology like you said they are two different things um to you and then apparently other astrologers agree with you (laughs) from when astrology is like the oldest form of divination i think yeah it is yeah definitely it's a what now the oldest form of divination other than oh yeah yeah, I think it's always been there. And, and you know, like space, like school, not space, but science, metaphysics used to go together. They work together. Church and science used to work together, but they don't now in our culture. And um, what do you think would happen if the if if religions did adapt like. Um, like religious organizations did adapt something like. I'm trying to give an example. I can't think of an example and I can't think of how to phrase it. So I'm just going to skip on that one. <laughs> if it comes to me, I will ask you we'll come though. Back to it. Maybe. <laughs> or we won't. But yeah. I, I'm thinking of like, um, you're thinking, uh, you know, as far as like um, ancient cultures and current faith cultures. Yes. Like, so as far as them not, being in in connection with science or not agreeing? Oh, they're not science. anymore. But I'm, oh, that's what I was getting. At. I was thinking if they could if they could get <clears throat> and, and spirituality to work together again, we might get some really good answers. You know, any kind of spirituality yeah, that have some unity there. Yeah, I would love that. Actionable would be great. And some scientists yeah. are doing it. That we've had some on our podcast who are putting the two together, but they're just told by mm-hmm. the people in their fields that it's pseudoscience and they're not taken seriously. And I feel bad bad for them, you know, because they have some really good proof. You know? Yeah. And do you ever listen to Jimmy Aiken? Did you ever listen to him? Mm-hmm. He's really cool. He He's always exploring supernatural things from a, from a standpoint of science. And so he calls it what you, you should, it's called Jimmy Aiken's mysterious world. Okay. And he, is Catholic. he, he explores all kinds of topics from Bigfoot to cryptids, to, you know, all kinds of different unexplained phenomena supernatural phenomena (laughs) and kind of analyzes them from two perspectives and brings them together and it's really just beautifully done i really think you should i will check that out totally it's so much fun to listen to him because he's real knowledgeable he's he's got a big broad range of historical knowledge yeah but he also comes from the standpoint of of a christian background but he also has understandings of other faiths as well so it's neat that's cool yeah like like kevin did yeah kevin went yeah yeah it's it's really cool and i love it when when people of any faith really or any spiritual any any you know belief system like what you guys do and 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 you're putting spirituality into what you're doing you know, can marry that with science. I think it's so cool. 
you know? Yeah, and that, but, it's cool. Exactly. I'd love for yeah. that to be more done more. Yeah, they they, they do have yeah. like I've read studies where they have had scientists um take like schizophrenics and me psychic mediums. And the only difference they, they decided in these studies between the medium and the schizophrenic is that the medium is happy about it and the schizophrenic isn't. That's what they decided. <laughs> so then they start working with the psychics and they they have more positive mindset. So their experiences with stuff, you know, energetic yeah. stuff is is uh positive. Whereas the schizophrenic, when they're labeled that way, most of their experiences with the energy or whatever's happening in that case are negative because that's just how they are or that's where they're raised as mm-hmm. that's their perspective for some reason so what the scientist said is really perspective for what you want to label it and then they continued to work with the psychics after the um, some of the psychics after this experiment because the scientists were just so fascinated with them and they wanted to study them some more so um you know that's pretty crazy that these are you know the regular and if you're if you are curious about the science side of it but joni you just look through the list and you'll find some science ones in the podcast you should listen to you probably like them yeah for sure you're working in the field and doing stuff with it it's cool i've learned a lot of stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so something much, else this so podcast is very educational <laughs> think about like humans have only been here for such a short amount of time in the earth, you know, I mean, there, and there's so much, we just don't know. Yeah. Just so much. We don't know. There's no way we can just say, we know it is this one way and there's yeah. no other way. It can they can say it, but it's hard to believe and swallow. I mean, we can say it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have to believe something. So yeah. you have to cultivate your own belief system as it makes sense to you. I mean, and everybody is going to do that to their own understanding and their That's own good advice. revelation happens not, not everybody's going to do that they're going to relieve what they're told because it's scary to step outside yeah. that you know? yeah well but yeah i think that's why it's really important for us to teach our children to think i agree critically to you know analytically to think for ourselves you know and yeah. not just you know follow whatever the crowd is doing you know yeah I mean, yeah. yeah think for yourself you have to listen yeah. to yourself too you have to listen to you know and the wisdom of people around you. I think that, you know, for me, I think God put people in my life, like you guys and my friends and people around me that are very wise. And I try to learn as much as I can when I have those opportunities from people that maybe have different experiences from me and maybe have lived through things that I have not lived through and that might understand more about things that I haven't dealt with in life. You know, I think those are rich, rich opportunities for us to understand more. So, yeah, I think we should always be doing that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't guess everybody thinks that way. But no, I think they're too afraid to, uh, to be themselves. A lot of people, and maybe when they're older, we, a lot of us, when we go, especially women who've had children, we aren't as catty towards each other when we get older and we get along better. When I get women are my favorite people now. But, Joni, you knew when I was younger, I got along better with dudes because I had their mm-hmm. interests. And uh, but when I got into the working field, I wasn't allowed in, you know, like an audio and stuff because I was female. It was harder to make work, find work in the areas I focused on because they were male dominant. Audio and you mean uh, writing, and yeah. writing and jewelry making, all of right. that is male driven. And uh, but when I went into the workforce to try to take on a job like that, I was always you're a woman. No, I was laughed at a few times in clubs when I would walk in and say, can I run sound for you guys? Do you have a sound? Do you need a sound person? They're like, no, it was like that kind of treatment in Nashville, in the city. I know, you know, it's just like, 
But um, in the 90s, right? Yes. No, this was the 2000s when I lived there, early 2000s when I lived there. Wow. Go to New Age stores all my life. And and they they always hated me in the New Age store. (laughs) My energy went very unstable then. (laughs) But they were like, um, now now it's not like that. You know, it's a more open community now in in the metaphysical community. Everyone's more open to it. And everybody's trying to, who is involved, is trying to bring other people in, you know, because they want them to be happy, mostly, you know, or something. Some people are not. If you have something good, you want to share it, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. That should be how it is. When it, when it's working well for you and 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 you want other people in on that, then then you're going to naturally want to share it. You're going to naturally yes. attract other people to it, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. So, Missy, you got any more questions for Joni? No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I think we're doing good. <laughs> Joni, is there anywhere the listeners can find you or anything? Oh, you got uh, something to say, girl. You got something to say. I got the hand. Oh, well, I was going to tell you, you read my palm once. Yeah. When I was. I learned at 15. So it was after that. What's that? You learned at 15. I learned palmistry yeah. at 15. So. I feel like it was later on, like I was in college, maybe when it We happened. were playing music and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. But yeah. I can't remember what, I can't remember anything about what you said about it. I can't either. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's no it? fun. Now we don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? They were probably kids involved and, you know, so. Yeah. I don't remember but it anyway, all. anyway, so, yeah. You can find me. Let's see. Well, let's see. Oh, I do have a website with Rodan and Fields now. Yeah. So you can find me at um, gojoni.myr and f.com okay <laughs> that's my I'll website. this listeners if you want to go check out what joni does okay. yeah it. that's i just got involved as a skincare consultant with rodan and field so that's been really fun yeah. and where else can you find me mostly just at home with my kids and uh running them around places and <laughs> i'm on facebook and instagram yeah okay yeah, yeah, you want them to find I'm joey seven on instagram i don't think i even follow you no i do follow you on instagram i Thing. I know I see you on Facebook. I'll follow you. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, follow you. I'll put all these links in the description of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, before we get you some advice from you, Joni, for the listeners, I want to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app and website where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And I am an advisor on Everclear under the name Lisa P, L-E-E-S-A-P, letter P. I don't P, I don't know, Lisa P. I don't know why I picked that. Well, I do. As Lisa Pisa was my nickname in, in elementary school. So I just, they couldn't, they told us a first name and a letter that we've never used before. So I did Lisa P or Lisa Pisa. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and Jenny, um, do you have any advice for the listeners? So like, who maybe you are maybe on this topic? Like to keep exploring, what would you advise they do about it <laughs> if they wanted well, a definitive? I, I mean, if you're if you're, I just say keep seeking truth, no matter what you're doing. Just keep searching for the truth. Keep looking for what's real in your life and what's true and good, and and that's that's going to serve you well. That's yeah, not all. Very, I, very that's well. All right there. Very well said. <laughs> very well said. And thank you so much, Joni, for being on the podcast. And I love you. you. Mm. <laughs> Big hug. I love you too. <laughs> and Missy, as always, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. And listeners and watchers. Nice to meet you, Missy. Nice to mm. meet you, Joni. They love meeting <laughs> each other, as you can see. They're best friends now. Um, so listeners, we love you. Watchers, we love you. And come back, be a guest sometime. Go check out our website. We've got stuff for sale. You can get readings from us on our website. 
And uh, you can find stuff out that you've not known <laughs> on the website. Yes. There's a whole lot going on on the website. Although in the next, you know, probably the next six months or so, I'm going to start building up guest pages and stuff like that. And I'm going to start blogging. Uh, yeah, am. we're going to start blogging about the podcast. Yes. So we're going to re-listen mm-hmm. to them and sure. talk about it. And both of us are going to blog yep. about it. So yep. you'll get lots of information maybe if we get a off. Lots of overload. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again. And everybody have a great day. Peace. Bye.